Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to Be A Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey everyone and welcome back to the show. I am so happy to have you here, whether it's your first time or you are a repeat customer. I appreciate you being here and hopefully this week will be uh, motivating and uh, enlightening. I thought I would start with a, a story about the beginning of where all of this started for me and that was back in 2018 when I finally decided to do my elected amputation. And it was gonna be an above knee because my knee was trashed and I had spent years trying to salvage it. So what ended up happening was knowing my personality and that I spent five years laid up in beds and hospitals and PT offices from surgery after surgery after surgery, I had gone from originally karate, doing karate, several times a week, being in really good shape, not bad for my 40s. And that's when I hurt myself. And I continued to try doing stuff only to find out that my leg wasn't getting better. And then that's when the surgery started. When you are so active and then you go into inactivity for five years, you really start to reflect on what things you really are missing. Like you don't think about it the first maybe year. But then it's like several years in, I started realizing I was missing skiing with my family and going on bike rides, hiking, everything that everybody was doing together. And I was at home hanging out. And so what ended up happening is when I came to the realization that amputation was the thing for me, I decided to start setting goals for myself. Now, if you've heard my podcast before, you know that goal setting is really a high priority for me. When I started actually talking to other people that had gone through amputation, I realized that they had a lot of common commonality, those that were succeeding. And it was that they goal set very specific goals and they had a real positive attitude and a lot of energy. And so I knew that I could do what they were doing because I'm high energy Um, I do like to set goals and I like to really prove people wrong. And so I knew that when people thought I would never walk normal again or even walk again, I was sure shooting ready to prove them wrong. So when you go back to the fact that I booked my surgery in September for December, I had months to, to plan, think, worry, be anxious about, excited about, and everything in between. I did a um, I did a, a vision board and it was different things that I had done in the past that I wanted to remember that I could do no matter what in the future. Even skiing was a picture of me skiing with the kids um, pre-injury. And so I was doing that stuff. And what I was kind of hoping for was getting back to the normal things, no matter what. Even if I was one leg down, I was going to get back to normal, quote unquote. As I tell amputees I talk to all the time, there is really no such thing as normal. It is your new norm, and your new norm will change from week to week, day to day, month to month, you name it. it, it it's fluctuating. Um, even four years out, I still struggle 
on certain days with my leg fitting the right way and what normal felt like yesterday doesn't feel so normal today. Now, the reason I bring all this up is because today I wanted to talk about purpose and my why. They are one and the same and yet can be very different things. So being a person of high intensity and wanting to be active, I needed to figure out my purpose. Like what, what was I going to do with this now that I was where I was at? And I, I've done, even done an article where I knew what my why was. My why was my family, my health and my family. And when I say my family, I mean my immediate family, right? The people that are affected day to day. And that's my two boys and my husband um, and my dogs, you know, because if I'm not out walking, they're not walking. And so I had my why. Why do I do what I do? Why do I try so hard? Why do I suck it up when things feel horrible? Why do I push through the pain? Why do I continue to try to, you know, press more goals and do things like that? You know, that's, they're my why. They're the reason why I do what I do so that I can benefit from our relationship and do things as a family again, like we used to do. Now, purpose can be similar to that, but purpose is also finding the reason you are still on this planet. So what I I tell people all the time is, you know what, you might hate your journey right now and it might be really painful, heart-wrenching, character building, it breaks you down, it, it, it rips you apart, it makes you feel like you might as well be dead. But what it is really doing is telling you, listen, you have a purpose here, I'm building you for something, You've got to figure that out. And I know without a doubt, because I have been there, that there are some days when you get up in the morning or you open your eyes, that the last thing you want to do as an amputee is get up and start it all over again. Putting that leg on that didn't feel right yesterday, (coughs) excuse me, or started making a sore on your leg or a muscle that really got tweaked because you were really struggling with the shoes you were wearing with your prosthetic. The list is huge. And there are many reasons why some of us just want to put the blankets back over our head, curl in a ball and just succumb to the day and say, not today. But I will tell you without a doubt that that is not the way to go about it. No matter what, I have never, ever pushed myself past that feeling and regretted it. Whenever I felt that way and I've had to drag my sorry butt out of bed, got my leg on, changed clothes, got a little makeup on, put my hair up and always in a ball cap and started my day, something great has come from it. And when I say great, it doesn't mean huge. I'm just saying something positive, something amazing, meeting someone and, and it could be as simple as someone smiling at you in a, you know, that's an impressive thing you're doing, smile or a way to go smile or encouragement. Anyways, and so I, I've been talking to a bunch of people about this and the fact that when we find that we have a purpose, it is much easier to get up and conquer the day. 
and that comes and goes. Now, this is where my story comes back in. So when I knew that I was having my surgery in December, I started to get anxious. There was moments where I was, I was scared. You know, I'm like, what's it going to feel like to have someone cut your leg off? How is it going to feel when I wake up and the painkillers come off? Will I totally freak out when I see my leg is missing? I mean, there were so many things that caused me anxiety. And then other things that started to creep into my subconscious that would wake me up in the middle of the night is what happens if someday I become a grandma and it's scary for those grandkids. They don't want to be next to me. It scares them to see a grandma without a leg, you know? And then I started thinking, who am I kidding? You know, this is not going to be easy. You're going to be 90 year old. You're not going to be on crutches all your life. How are you going to get around in the middle of the night when you have to go to the bathroom? And how are you going to, and all these things just kept bombarding me. That is when I went and saw my first PT that I saw through a lot of my surgeries who told me to do a vision board. And that is hanging in my wall. So when I, you see me in this video looking, I'm actually looking at the vision board I made months before my surgery with only a few added items that have happened within that first year of my surgery, after my surgery. Um, but otherwise, it's as it is. Notes that my family brought and sent to me, um, quotes that I love, Bible verses that inspire me, pictures of my family, my why, and pictures of things I used to do giving me purpose um, and realizing that my leg missing didn't make me the person that I am or that I was going to be. That that is something that comes from within because I can still be a kind, generous, loving person, unselfish in what I do. I can also continue to be an ornery son of a gun who hates life whatever you are and your character is has nothing to do with your physical appearance. It is what you're built on inside, how you were raised, what you were taught as a kid and, and the values and morals that you take with you through this journey of life. So at this point I, I started making my vision board and I started planning my year of comeback is what I would call it. It was deciding what was happening. And the first thing that I knew that was happening with my mid-December surgery that I knew in the first week of April that my family had booked a ski trip. Now I had missed the five before and being in Arizona, we usually go on one to two trips a year. And I had missed the five years before. So I missed five to maybe let's say seven or eight trips. And I wasn't gonna miss any more. Now, I knew this going in that January, February, and quite possibly some of March might be healing, of course, but and staples still being in. I didn't know how long it would take for the staples to come out. And it did take a little longer because I had a portion of my leg that wouldn't heal up totally, so they kept them in about a week or so longer. And then I knew that I'd have to go through all the red tape that insurance has and go through the hoops to get a prosthetic and then get it my socket made and then it get delivered and and all of that but my first goal was to ski and I had no idea what that was going to look like but I was going to do it and um, <clears throat> that April I just had gotten the week before I had walked out of my prosthetics office with my leg but I knew that I was not in control of it and nor did I 
feel comfortable in it. I was cautious. I didn't trust it. It was only a week. So I decided that I was going to figure out a way to ski one-legged. I had watched other videos of Paralympians and everybody that was skiing that they could ski with one leg. And since I'm not a snowboarder, skiing it was, and I knew skiing. So that's what I did. That was my first goal. And I, it gave me a purpose and a reason to get up every day and go to PT or to strength train, I should say, because I don't even think I did much PT before skiing. I think it was actually just me working on my core strength and building up my, my bodily strength on crutches and, and everything with my good leg. Needless to say, April came and I skied. And it was probably the hardest, scariest thing I'd done in a very long time, besides choose to amputate my leg. And um, I've never been so tired, but yet so proud of myself as I did at that moment. And now as we fast forward through this first year, the other things that I had planned was that my friend and I were going to do a 10K together in January, a full year plus two weeks after my surgery, that I wanted to surf. And um, I was going to, I started doing virtual races, so I had set smaller goals through the months um, trying to get used to my walking leg, then my running blade, so I could do the 10K with my running blade. And I'll tell you what, I was driven. I had a goal set, and when something was achieved, boom, another one came up with long-term ones set. Like I knew in January of 2020, I was going to do, or yeah, 2020, that I was going to do our Phoenix Rock and Roll 10K so there's just all these things that were far ahead, learning to surf. I spent a month or two a PT just working on my core strength and popping up and getting that strength so I knew what that would feel like and not go in like just weak. So I had all these goals. I had a purpose. Every day I got up, I was driven. I knew what I wanted. I knew where I needed to get to. I needed knew where I needed to be that day, where I needed to be by the end of the month, et cetera, et cetera. And I had a purpose. And, you know, my why was really my family driving me because I just wanted to be able to ski with them. I, the most enjoyable moment was being at the top of a ski lift, ski mountain, on skis, in snow, and my family come and surround me. I never thought there would be a picture of me with my family up on a mountain again based on the five years prior. And that was an awe-inspiring moment for me and life-changing and that's when I knew that anything was possible and so that's when the that kind of domino effect of well let's set another goal let's set another goal let's set another goal and every goal was so that I can do stuff with my family that they don't need to be afraid for me that I was strong enough and had the courage enough to do whatever so that we could do things as a family make memories and have a normal quote unquote family life. So all those goals were set, but the story goes to this, that after that January 10K, I had skied, I'd surfed, I'd done virtual races that were 175, 150 mile long. I had done all these things. I did the 10K. It was ugly, but I did it. It was painful and sore, and I had so many socks that I had to put on under my liner. I had to stop 
I think three times, four times in 10K. So 10K is what, like 6.2, 6.4 miles. I had to stop like four times, take my leg off, put another sock on. And for those of you that don't know what socks are, when you have a liner system, before you can put your hard socket on, you have your liner. And when your liner, you start to shrink and like when you're running and walking like I was, you're pumping fluids out, your limb shrinks throughout the, that time frame. And you take off your leg, you put on a sock, which goes right up over your liner, kind of goes around your leg so that it tightens it up. It's just making a buffer because there's too much space in your sockets moving and then you, you can lose it. So sock on, put the, the leg back on. I had to walk a little bit, get it comfortable because it's a different feel every time. And then a mile later, be like, I, I can't keep it on anymore. Take it off, put another ply on. I think by the end of that race, I was at like 12 ply, which you're given one plies, three plies, and five plies. So you have to kind of play with it and monkey around. So I think I had like two fives and two ones on by the end of the race. It was so insane that in six miles, I was had changed so much, but I did. When that race was over and all was said and done and I sat back and I went, oh my God, I did it. I got another goal off my checklist. There was something really weird that happened to me at that point. And it, I, it, that feeling is still, I can feel it in the pit of my stomach. And it's when you do not have a purpose anymore or a goal set in front of you, something for the future, for you to work towards and give yourself a purpose each day, there's an emptiness. There's a, I don't even know how to explain it, but it was sad and it was like there was, I had no, no more worth. Like I had done it all and everything I'd wanted to do, I did. And, and then all of a sudden I was like, well, what's next? And I'm like, man, you better light a fire because this is not a good place to be. And it was depressing. It was very empty. It was cold. And, and I lost my purpose. And I thought, okay, what is my purpose? The podcast started just after that. We're on our third year. And whether one person's listening or 20, I find that the thing that keeps me going is I'm doing it for that one person. So if you're that one person that's been listening, thank you. If you are my 20th person that listens or my 100th person that listens, Thank you. If you're sharing it, I appreciate you more than you could know. Because when I started doubting what my purpose was, I, I got lost and, and I got kind of depressed. And I, I wasn't sure what I was meant to do at this point. Because the first year, I lived for really myself and my family. And it was a very selfish year, I realize now looking back. But my husband, my family, they were behind me 100%. Everything was about seeing me succeed, which then gave me the power and the, the motivation to know that nothing could stop me now. If I could do it in the first year of being an amputee, I would be able to do anything. And I can't thank them enough for always supporting every crazy thing I wanted to do. But we did. So then it just became, what do I do with my life now? And I had to find what my purpose was. And I, like I said, I wasn't sure. So I started a podcast to help amputees stay motivated, stay positive, to know that they're loved, they're not alone, 
that is the purpose for my podcast. And to me, sometimes speaking like this actually helps me through hard times too, because I forget at times I still need to have a purpose. There's a reason why I have breath in my lungs today. What is it? And I need to find out what will bring joy to the world and what will give me the purpose to move forward. That's what I bring to you today to find your purpose, to figure out what your why is. Why do you get up? Why do you do what you do? And then tell you that if you wake up in the morning, then you have to have a purpose because God woke you and you have something to do in this world to leave it a better place. Then I decided, well, you know what? Maybe I can help. I like lifting, so I got back to the gym. Maybe I can help people that need help because I understand lifting and working out as an amputee, I can help people that are amputees. So I went and got my personal training certification and I loved it. I was like back at school virtually and I was doing all that through COVID and that was awesome. I spent that whole spring studying, 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 studying and got my personal training certification, corrective exercise and nutrition. Loved it. And then I was like, well, that's not enough. I'm now interested in horses. <laughs> and so now I have this path that has led me down the equine therapy. And I've done some courses online. I've got certification online. I've gone and done my own training. So I know more about horses and the tack and how to take care of horses and what to expect of them and their behavior, their mannerisms and watching observation, things like that. And I love it. I have no idea where this is taking me, but I will follow the lead that's been put there. Whatever it is that's speaking to my heart, that's where I'm going. I am following that small, still voice inside of me. Now, where will this will take me? I'm not sure because now I have other ventures that are coming up that I'm not sure what to do. And I have had to learn to be quiet and still and not jump um, too quick until I've paused and thought and meditated and reflected upon what's lying ahead because you don't know what tomorrow will bring and all I know is that today I have been given the gift of life today is the day I'm out there and I'm doing today I visited a friend I haven't seen and tried to be a really good listener and then told her all about my my journey this summer you know come home and do the things that a mom does and a wife does. And this is where I'm at right now. Try to be a good fur mom. And, and then to speak to you guys about what it is to have a purpose in life. And you, you do have one. You may not know what it is right now in the moment, but you do. And I don't want you to ever give up or ever think that you don't have value because you do. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's what your heart brings to the world. And if you can just reconcile why you are here, what your purpose is, and how to move forward from that, you will find joy in waking up in the morning and something that will get you up and out of bed to put on that socket that maybe you don't want to be in. I mean, there's days that I, you know, most time it doesn't even phase me. But if I'm feeling a little under the weather, like the last couple of days, I haven't been feeling great spent two week the two last two weekend days out fishing in heat and our Arizona heat has been god awful that um I think I got dehydrated 
and didn't take care of that. And so I've, I've spent two days not doing my normal working out and stuff. I've kind of taken me time to just calm down and get back to me. <laughs> and so this is a good, good wake up call for me too, because we do have a purpose and we do have, um, you know, something to give to this world other than, well, great. Now I'm like a misfit and what, what can I do? You can do a lot. There are so many people you can speak to now because you already have some experience on something that someone else is just getting started in. Um, I started a group online talking to a bunch of ladies that I adore with my whole heart and I met them at the beginning of their amputation journey and it makes my heart feel so good to see them having just a little bit of experience now that when a newbie comes in, they can now reciprocate and give, pay it forward, right? Like I hoped to be there for them um, with the virtual hug and the um, emotional support and the advice. And I see them re repaying somebody else with that same, that same information. And I love it. Speaking from their own experience now. And as we go through this journey, we have experience that somebody else doesn't quite have yet that we can nurture and help and you know even if you're struggling there is something you can give i have seen people that really struggle with using their prosthetic and they might be in a wheelchair in the store but their smile is contagious and the fact that they are sitting in a wheelchair dealing with life with a smile on their face that is a gift right there because i see perfectly healthy people walking around with scowls and hating the world and being pissy about things that, you know, maybe out of their control. But you do have something to offer and something to give. So as I wrap this up, I hope this gives you a little bit of hope and, and, and ideas, but we are going to end with a call to action. I love my call to actions because it makes you think about what you can do moving forward, not just listening to me. I don't need you just to listen to me. That's, this is more for me, really. But you guys, a call to action for the next seven days before we meet again is to figure out, first off, your why. There's somebody or something in your life that you need to do this for. And if your why is you because that's all you've got in your life, then that is good enough. And if it's for your niece who's been watching you and might be going through something similar to you, then it's her. If it's for your dogs or your cat, then it's for them. Your why is your first and foremost, your heart moment. Like who is it in your life that you need to be the best for? And it might, like I said, it might just be you. Then I want you to think about your purpose. What gifts have you been given that you can use in this life. It doesn't have to be wrapped around your amputation or your medical condition. It could be that you are an artist and you spread joy in the world through your artistry, or maybe you're a musician, or maybe you are a great listener and make a great friend because there's always someone who needs to listen. Maybe you're just a cheerful person and you need to spread that in the world because God knows we need it. So think about that. I want you to figure out one thing in your life that's your why and come up with a purpose and, and 
truly you could make your purpose something that's like philanthropy, like kind of a thing, like you're giving back to the world, but you could also make your purpose right now, some goal setting for yourself. And, and just, you know, my purpose, my first year of being an amputee, it truly revolved around me proving to myself that I could do anything I set my mind to. And if I failed, I would pick myself back up and do it again until I could do it. And I did not cave on that. So that first year, if you're new at being an amputee, that first year, maybe it is hoping your support system backs you and you go out and you tackle whatever it is you want to prove to yourself that will keep you motivated for the rest of your life. Being an amputee is not a disability. Only your mind and your heart can make you disabled and your mind is stronger than that. You are a warrior. That is why I said it's time to unleash the warrior within. That's why I say that every episode, because I'm hoping I give you the keys and the skills through my journey and through some call to actions that will pull out the warrior within you and make you stronger, whether it's mentally stronger, emotionally stronger, or physically stronger, or all three. I want you to get out and I want you to just take on the world and figure out what it is you can do. What can you give back? What can you do for yourself? What can you do for the people that are your why? And make that your purpose. Give yourself something that gives a breath of fresh air when you wake up first thing in the morning. And then remember that you put that purpose out in the world all day long because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. I've, I've literally had a great day followed by a horrible night of sleep and woken up in pain that makes my leg being on me a nightmare and I, I'm a bust the next day. And that's okay, that happens. But that doesn't mean we stop dreaming. That doesn't mean we stop goal setting. That doesn't mean we stop being and, and loving and caring and being there for people. So, you know, I'm a mom and a wife before I'm an amputee. So I need to still be able to function. And so that is my purpose is to be strong enough to not be needy and you know, one of the things that, that resonates with me is when I hear the ladies on our group talk on how independence is key. Like if, if there's anything they want, it's their independence back. Not because they want to go off and do their own thing. It's because when you're used to running a home and being a mom and being a grandma and being a wife and doing things around your house or working full time, and that's stripped from you when you go into surgery and you lose a leg, it's, it's really hard and humbling to have to ask people to get you to the sink, get you to the bathroom, help you out of the shower, get you into bed. It's just hard. And it's, it's really not an easy task to want to get up the next day when you know you have to rely on others. So maybe for you guys right now, it is just gaining independence, making yourself stronger physically and then building that character, that warrior within you so that you can push forward despite phantom pain, despite nerve pain, despite any pain that you might be feeling in your socket, you can do it. So get out there this week, figure out what your why is, and then create some purpose for you. List several things that maybe you want to do. Maybe 
put out some dreams out there. What are the things you want to do besides what does independence looks like to you? It might be, I want to do A, B, and C. That will make me independent. Then do that. Put that down as your call to action. If you want to run a virtual race, talk to me. I will, I'm planning on getting a virtual race together and anybody that wants to join me, I'm getting ready to start another one. I can't wait. And I want you on board. If it is um, learning a new skill, like I learned surfing. I had never surfed before. First time I surfed, I was an amputee. And I loved it. And that joy bubbled up and out of me. And guess what? The people around me were infected by my joy, my happiness, my feeling proud. And you know what? The character that built was I can do anything. If I've never done this and I can do it now, then it doesn't matter if I have a leg or not. So get out there in the world, be a warrior, be strong, make a purpose for yourself and know that you are more than a leg missing, an arm missing, or a sickness. You have a soul and a heart that can give more than a body can give to this world. So get out there, somehow put your vibe out into the universe and find that purpose within you because When you wake up each day, you are given the chance to shine and to have that purpose shine out there from you. So I hope you do are doing well. I hope you have a great week. Enjoy what weather you guys are having. And I know for some of you, your kids are all going back to school. It is absolutely crazy that summertime is coming to an end and you have high school kids or college kids. Maybe you have some little ones that are running around you right now. I really hope that their school year starts off wonderful. I'm praying for you all and reach out anytime. I would love to have a conversation. And if you have questions, you know where to find me. Please like and share. Um, I would love to help others that have not seen my, my stuff. Um, it means the world to me if I can get myself out there so that someone else can hear some positivity. And as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.